Hello all and welcome to episode 35 of Geeks and Games. Every episode we make, it astonishes me how many we've made at this point. I'm Tiger, and as always, I'm joined by Ocean Ocean. Hello! So today's episode is going to be a special one because um, on December 21st of 2020, we recorded our very first episode of the show. Now, I know it's a teeny bit late for a first anniversary special, and also we are one of the original members short, but he only left after like three episodes. Um, yeah, he left for mental health reasons, and we were glad to have him on while it lasted, and he's doing better now, thing. But before we move on to our actual episode, I will do some news topics. Alright, first off, the PlayStation Vita celebrated its 10th anniversary on December 17th of 2021. This is also actually our first recorded episode of the new year. I did put out a bonus episode a bit ago, but that one was recorded a little bit before. Because I didn't quite find... there were some technical difficulties in putting it out. And so, I haven't played any games on the PlayStation Vita, but it's an interesting handheld, to be sure. Um, Shigesato Itoi, the creator of Mother, did a collaboration with the watchmakers Casio, who also created their own video game console, the Casio Loopy, to make a watch based off of the original Mother game. Which I, I think that name sounded familiar. Mother is, like, so forgotten, like, no... How come Mother got so much love on the Wii U when nobody bought a Wii U? I think Mother 3 yeah, even got released on the Japanese Wii U eShop, but not the American one. Yeah, there isn't an official American port, so technically my version of the game is illegal. Oh, well, but... I think we've expressed our hatred of no translation enough times on the show. Sony? Me, Nintendo CEOs, I'll take you all. <laughs> Uh, next up, Sony announced recently that they're making a PlayStation VR 2. Um, I can't remember what games were announced for it, but it's interesting that they're making a sequel. I believe this is just for the PlayStation 5, not the PlayStation 4. Uh, next up, Konami did something very special to celebrate Castlevania's 35th anniversary. Andrew Shimitsu, I want you to guess what they did. Guess what they did to celebrate a beloved series' 35th anniversary? They remade the original game. No, they've already done that. They've already done that a few times at this I point. Don't know. I don't pay much attention to the news of any sort. They made NFTs. Son of a biscuit. Why? This is like the worst 35th anniversary gift ever. Because, I mean, last year... It's they... not even a gift. You have to pay for NFTs. What yeah, is but, this? Yeah, but even then, you don't even have to pay it when you can just save the image. It's like you're paying you can for just the right. Take a screenshot. You're just like, like, what is this? You're paying for the right to own an image. Basically, what we're saying is I'm not going to make any Geeks and Games NFTs unless we fall on really hard times and I'm super desperate. Well, I mean. I mean, it's not like I'm money's the... always welcome. <laughs> yes. But if I did want to no, make money, can't. I'd probably set up an Etsy or something where I could make. Yeah. Or like a Patreon. NFTs are just stupid. And it's like, why? They could have remade like the 
they did remake the Castlevania Advance games last year, the Game Boy Advance ones, but they could have remade the DS games or even made like a new Castlevania game because I heard there hasn't even really been like a good new Castlevania game in like 15, 16 years or something. Something crazy. Yeah, the like thing that, that dis- thing about NFTs is I kind of find them disgusting. You're essentially paying for something that doesn't exist, but I digress. I mean, it it has made a lot of companies a lot of money, so it did do good, I guess. It's like selling air in a bottle, though. It's not. I'm yeah. Well, they did that in the Lorax. Next up, there was a new game in the Five Nights at Freddy's series that was released on December sixteenth, called Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. I remember this game was like super popular, like five years ago. I'm not quite sure how popular it is now but i do remember somebody i followed on scratch did like a meme parody of it called one night at derpies that one was kind of as scary as the original and it was pretty well made for what it was a scratch a scratch games aren't like the best no but there you can do some pretty interesting stuff i personally am not a huge fan of that series it's kind of just boring to me not not necessarily boring but just not interesting it's the same. I've never really bothered with them. Lastly, uh, E3 2022 has been announced to be all digital this year with the spread of Omicron and whatnot. Whoop, whoop. Yay. The second, uh, this is what our like fifth surge or whatever. Oh, yeah, something like that. Who knows? Care. Who cares at this point? I don't care. I've lost. We might as Stop counting the number of variants. Start counting the number of years. Like, what? there will probably still be covid when i have grandchildren who knows well yeah i it's definitely not going to be as extreme although that said it surprised uh, um the entire world several times over at this point so uh, who knows yeah. it's going to develop into the apocalypse eventually i don't know zombies coming out of the ground or whatever anyway that is it for news but because we're going to do our special um geeks and games first anniversary extravaganza what i've decided to have us do is react to our very first episode sort of reflect on how much has changed since then because i think i've only ever re-listened to the episode like once after i released it because i wanted to make sure i had all the youtube videos we mentioned on the show in our playlist I haven't listened to this in a bit, but I still remember quite a lot of it. So it'll be interesting. I'll sort of walk you through like behind the scenes and whatnot and all of the all of the things we've done since then. Only Tiger could walk us through the behind the scenes, being both being not only the director, but also the editor and the producer. Anyway, without further ado, let's listen to our first episode and see how well things have aged since then. I remember I used to do the theme song for this. Like, it went on for way too long. I think this goes on for, like, twice as long as I did as it did before. I sort of found a better point. Because I would start talking by now at this point. Yeah, th- that's what I was thinking. It's like, man, it's a bit long. But, I mean, it's a good track. I think it's worth it. Hello, all. Welcome to the very... Oh, dear gosh, my audio sounds bad. <laughs> it didn't sound that bad on uh, on Zoom, I swear. Okay, it's my... Uh, I'm still using, like, the same microphone I've been using for a while. I don't know why it sounds bad. 
How many times did we have to retake this episode because of technical difficulties? Okay, well, it wasn't this episode. It's okay. I'll turn up the volume a little bit. I'm Tiger, the host and creator of this podcast. And with me are my voice sounds higher too. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's aging. Our resident Minecraft expert and YouTuber. Yo, that's me. Ah, uh, haven't letting uh letting me on. I haven't I haven't heard his voice in a while. It's nice to hear him again. And so, also, mine. What? Nothing. Continue. Why didn't I edit this out? And also, Minecraft <laughs> expert and <in> legend. <laughs> Builder Yoshimitsu. Well, hello there, people. How are you doing? Hey, Thank you again, it's me. Tiger, for uh, letting me be a co-host on this uh, podcast. Good to be You're here. welcome. And we're obviously we're using aliases instead of our real names, obviously because we wanted to be able to plug in Plague's YouTube. Okay, well, I mean, it's a given. Yes, now, because my point. father named me Yoshimitsu. Yes. <laughs> At the end. But um. Anyway, but, um... at the time of recording this, it's almost Christmas. It's probably 2021 by the time you're listening to this. I don't know when you are. You... It's actually, it's, no, well, it's not, but it's <laughs> Labor Day 2089, for all I know. But um, I think I ripped that joke right out of another podcast, actually. Like, there was this um, Minus World. I've mentioned them on the show before, but <laughs> they have this show, but they, and they were talking about, like, um, things aging well. One of them talked about, well, what about, like, Labor Day of 2089 or something? And I think I stole this specific thing from them, so I'm sorry to Minus cast i don't think they're listening but whatever anyway yes this is our very first episode we've had the idea well i've had the idea in mind for a while only like a only like a couple of months because it's like when pavlos did his show it sort of gave me like the push i needed to sort of me wanting to be sort of a content creator but i wasn't sure how because i've been doing stuff on scratch very sporadically so like making a gaming podcast seemed like a good way to get sort of that knowledge out there so i think this was a the podcast was a good idea to go about that nice to see it come to fruition like watching a baby being oh dear i hated that (laughs) you don't do that no one does that okay i hated saying that the (laughs) second i said that (laughs) oh my goodness i i I like to think i've matured since it's like what are you watching (laughs) It's like it's special, sort of um, seeing something that you've made actually being released. There's a specialty about it, definitely yeah, but not. That, it, it, yeah, it's not like National Geographic at two o'clock in the morning. That would be nasty. Too, like nasty. bloody topic, mate. Bloody topic, mate. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so ourselves with a couple of questions I have written down. Oh yeah, I do these questions for like every guest host that we do even though i've only had like two i mean one and a half because i don't think i've had the the nomadic vagabond appearance was really just for sort of like a redo episode because i was having a lot of trouble with a janky usb drive but now i have like three backups so i'm i'm pretty good so far right so first off um what video game systems do you have like let's start with you I have my own 3DS that is currently lost. I should probably go looking for it. Probably still lost. I so have... you mean you don't have your 3DS? Uh, 
I have it somewhere. We're, we'll just go with that, okay? Um, Fair enough. And I plan to stream weekly on uh, Twitch. Eventually. I would actually... Subtle plug. I, I would like to... Streaming on Twitch, that might be something I do since I do like the live reactions to the directs. I don't know if I'd ever do Twitch streaming, but it's something I'd consider for the not near future, but eventual future. That was a subtle yeah. point. Yeah. I've been planning to make a YouTube a... channel for a while as well. So. Wii U. I used to have... I forgot that he owned a Wii U. I actually, I've never even really played a Wii U. It, like, um, recently, my local library had, like, this game night, and I got to hold, like, a Wii U gamepad for the first time, and it was so odd, like, holding this controller that's been, like, criticized for its marketing, but it was actually pretty ergonomic and looked looked rather nice. Wait a minute, he could play Mother. We were just talking about this. Yeah, they did release the the first one on Wii U. I don't think the library would have appreciated me buying a game for them, though. Continue with the next I've always wanted... Wait, what? Continue with the next person. Again, why didn't I edit this out? Gosh, I'm swearing, I might... uh, I'd redo that, but then if I did, it would... uh, I think Anchor would count it as, like, a new episode... Because I did have to re-edit one of the old one of the the first Pablo's episode, and then it came out like after it's like when you delete something really quickly to do some editing and then re-upload it. It's it re-uploads after, so now like the episode order is kind of permanently skewed because of that. Despite my best efforts to try that, so for any like new listeners coming along, I'm really sorry for the skewed episode order. I'm pretty sure that veterans makes are- me wonder if how many of our episodes are actually like this because i have not actually been able to listen to a lot of our episodes just because uh, i haven't had access to anchor or for quite some time and i'm just wondering crud how many of them are this i know you've been doing a good job with editing so i got i got good enough at it where i sort of expanded it a little bit and because we were talking about subtle plugs earlier i actually used that garage band like editing uh to make this project that was a christmas present for my sister on scratch where i had michael rosen the noted a uh, children's performer and me- living meme i guess um i sentence mixed him so he would be singing bad guy by billy eilish since my sister's a big billy eilish fan it turned out kind of well could have been better well anything involving sentence mixing can turn out better it's kind of tricky i think uh rick astley singing bohemian rhapsody was better in some ways and billy and the michael rosen thing was better in some ways i'd like to make more in the future Anyway, like I said, nice. I've always wanted to get a 3DS. It's on my... I did get... um, Like, after this, I did buy a 2DS because the problem with it was I'd wanted it for Christmas, and so I put it on my Christmas list. But then it's like um, that year, like right after I did that in September, Nintendo discontinued the 3DS line, so you couldn't get one firsthand, and then prices for them went up, so I was like really peeved at Nintendo for that. Anyway, the Yoshimitsu, what consoles do you have? If we're counting anything that can play games, that's um a bit uh broad. I technically, would like by that logic, would the Lego Mario figure technically be a game because it's like an electronic I mean. thing, and then it it's interactable with like Lego pieces and whatnot. Would that count? I wouldn't necessarily count that, but it's really a toy, could. not really a video game. 
I like the start contrast. So, Plague, how many consoles do you have? Well, I have the Wii U, the 3DS, the DS, the blah, 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 blah. Yoshimitsu, how many consoles do you have? I have an iPad, a PC, and a laptop. How about you? Kia phone from the so... 90s. But yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, the, you know, those little remote control leapfrog sort of console things. Something like uh, that. Something like that. We're not counting those. That disappeared so, uh, a long time ago. Uh, an emulator. Uh, he also has his own I... PC. I actually did try like game emulation for like the first time recently, but just just to try to see how it ran. Like I was, I'm get really getting into like the Rhythm Heaven series, so I d wanted to play the original Game Boy Advance version. So I found Ooh. like an emulator online and tried to play it, and it performed really poorly. I don't know much about it, but I know the guy who did the soundtrack to Rhythm Heaven uh, has a lot of other good music on SoundCloud. I follow him; it's pretty good. Actually, sadly, I think after like Mega Mix came out five years ago, he got like throat cancer and he can no longer speak or sing. But he, I think he has stated that if Nintendo wanted him to, he would be interested in making another Rhythm Heaven game. Eddie, you're thinking of something you. else. Um, I mean, yeah, I have quite a few. So it started when my um when my dad. Why didn't I edit that down? Okay. D d oh dear, I feel so. I, like, I've Whenever gotten... there's something like that, just say editing and leave it at that. Uh, editing. When my parents just... got <laughs> married, they got a PlayStation 2, a Nintendo 64. That was my dad's, but he sold it to me for $1. Okay, that was really choppy editing because I said something else after that, but then I edited it out in, like, post. But it that was I did a terrible editing job with that. <laughs> Then an Xbox 360 that me and my sister got for Christmas a while ago. Oh yeah, that I I love um, that thing. I still play it. I have, I have um, an iPod that can play games, a tablet that Okay, like I got um I think I have like every single Lego game made for the Xbox 360 at this point except for like the original Lego Star Wars games. I have the complete saga but not the first. Yes. Two. That's that's the only Lego game you truly need though is the complete saga. I also don't have the Lego Indiana Jones games because I tried them and I did not care for them. Like, the, I think the only one I want that I don't have that was made for the 360 was is the Lego movie video game. I have everything else, though. Also, um, since then, I like I said, I did get the 2DS, but I also got a Retron 5 as a birthday gift later on so I can play uh, NES, Famicom, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, uh... Genesis, Sega Mega Drive, um, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. They're a little buggy, but if you can afford it, I'd say it's it's really worth and the splurge. Play games. There are a couple that hasn't updated in forever. <laughs> um, and a Chromebook that chooses not to play games because it's school sanctioned. I don't know why I even said that. Like, it's... I, th I even tried to play, like, the, the offline, like, Chrome Dinosaur game on that, and it didn't work because of r rules, I guess. I don't know. No. It's annoying that that's know, block. I want to, so I can proudly say my first game was Shellshockers.io. So we'll, get, we'll get into that later. That's, that's an interesting... Why are there so many Discord ping sounds in the background? Also, I had Plague. I blame Plague. <laughs> yeah, he, he was actually the one that recorded this for me out of the goodness of his heart. Right, well, um...
editing again. Yes, those are pretty much all the game consoles I own. And the next question is, what... By the way, I'm going to edit this out. So if there are any spaces where it's like um, our in-show us's are talking that we're listening to and but there's like no stuff for me to say i'll just edit that out so if you've heard any like jarring cuts in the episode thus far that's why what is your favorite game of all time i think i have a few in mind i'm struggling to decide between i'm getting cold hang on wait did you say you're getting cold was that in this episode or that that would have been in the episode because uh well right now i'm quite warm but we did record this in like december so yeah december 21st so that is going to be official geeks and games day but also on the winter solstice well one of them's clearly starting with me there um Uh, (coughs) it's say my favorite game of all time is Mario Galaxy 2 still it's is still game. is by the way I, I I feel like in terms of replay value I love Mario 64 I like speed running that one but in terms of like mm-hmm. content and whatnot I love Mario Galaxy 2 so much yeah the music's good too let me think for a moment here oh gosh my editing skills are just bad um... with this one Ooh. Okay, so more recently I've been playing a game called Hollow Knight and still haven't played that one. I've heard great things about it. By the time you guys are seeing this, my favorite game may have shifted to something like Bloodborne or something. Just because I'm into gory games. I actually think they turned Bloodborne into a movie. I heard it wasn't vaguely familiar. I will say I have heard Hollow Knight criticized for being kind of monochrome, but I think it presents a nice vibe to the game and i still do want to play it actually for time's sake i think it might be a good idea to run it at one point uh should i do it at like 1.2 or 1.5 speed do 1.2 one of the streets of rage games or gunstar heroes uh, i heard both those are good yeah i did get a, a i did get um sega genesis classics on the switch of course, of so, course, that's very good. So now I'm, I can play Gunstar Heroes and Streets of Rage. Yay. I will say Streets of Rage 4 compared to the like Streets of Rage 2, like the earlier games, Streets of Rage 4 is a lot easier to play and a lot more user-friendly. The old games, absolutely brutal. There was very little healing. So um, good luck with that. And Gunstar Heroes is, of course, fun. That's okay. The ga- I think the game has like a rewind feature. It does, and uh, I don't particularly like that with most games. Like, it feels very wrong, but that that's just me. Yeah, I, it's it's become a little too much of, like, um, an instinct for me when I'm playing a Nintendo Switch Online game. Classic shoot-em-up. And uh, Streets of Rage was classic uh, beat-em-up game. And they recently Wait a minute, did four, I say Gunstar so Heroes was the classic shoot-em-up? It's a run-and-gun. I mean, you're shooting things up in both, so I. No, not. I mean, really. I know, I, yeah, I know that. I know they're different genres, but it's an understandable mistake to make. Especially because I'm a bit of an idiot, but yes. Well, uh, we're all idiots here. Yeah, or actually, now that I think about it, Cave Story is also definitely up there. 
I've only ever I'm seen my dad play through it. That it's free on the Epic Games launcher right now, which I would totally recommend getting. Uh, just because it's a free game and it's amazing. You be asking if is I it have still um is it still free on? I don't believe so. I'd have to check. I don't think it is. Even if it costs money, it's absolutely worth playing. Uh, having actually played more of the game since that recording, it is probably my favorite game of all time. And again, that soundtrack is so highly recommended. What? Of course I have Steam. That's what I play most of my games on. I do have a Steam account, but I haven't really played many games on it. There's a lot of stuff on Steam I'd recommend. If I had Steam. How much you want to bet? I was going to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) My love, buddy. I'll bet my love, buddy. All right, on to the next question. What game slash games are you currently you're playing? So I think I know you already said Hollow Knight, but what else? <laughs> oh, you're it's, so cringe. It's, 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 it is, it's like the worst thing ever listening. Oh like, it's like, but we have to. The public demands it. You know, the funny thing about this is my cousin likes a, a certain quote. Life is a continuous cycle of realizing how cringe you were five years ago. For us, it's more like realizing how cringe you were a year and a month ago. So, just like a lot of this, I'm real. I actually think um, the first good episode we made was our top 10 game soundtracks episode, just because I had a lot of fun finding the tracks and then editing, and I felt like they blended kind of well. Um... I'm also playing. What yeah, games the... are you playing right now? Like, um, I'm just still. Curious. I'm not playing Mario Galaxy One right now. It's like I kind of am playing through Mario Galaxy Two, but the problem with that is I have too many games to play, so it's kind of tough trying to figure out what, just which one to play through. Like, I I got a Banjo Kazooie on the Xbox 360 store, so I'm playing through that one. Like currently, currently that's the game I'd say, but I'm kind of working through Mario Galaxy Two. I used to never play Among Us before, like, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, Among Us was, like, huge. That was, like, the time when people actually took Among Us seriously. Before it, it was just I a big say, joke. I will say, Among Us is still a good game, but the community has just gotten so annoying. You know, it's like, um, Roblox was, like, the same way. Like, Roblox was, like, a respected game-making tool before, like, 2016 or 17 when it was bombarded with seven-year-olds. I'm I'm just surprised that Minecraft is still solid in the community has not all gone to crap. Well, I mean the the dream stands or whatever people call them nowadays. It's like the ten year olds that are devoted to dream and only dream. It's like dream isn't yeah. necessarily a bad YouTuber, but the problem is like um dream joked about saying a uh, hey vote for the glow squid during like the last two mob votes and because he has such an armada of devoted fans the glow squid won the vote and a lot of people are talking about oh he rigged it that was unfair and again, yeah he there but but uh tangent yes and he did make a song that wasn't all that good are they popular for only the sake of being popular or are they popular because they're genuinely good games that are among us was a good game but then it's like you had all of these terrible animations and then and then also kind of just annoying mods of and the among us garbage among us turned into amogus and um yeah i mean there's some mods to among us that are good i'll say that but for the most part they're kind of just trash i was yeah i was really into like minecraft playthroughs 
a few uh like i don't know like five or six years ago or something like that but then i realized how cringe they were and it's like my dad's like why do you watch these and then it's like well because it showcases all these cool mods i've never played and i get to see how they work but it's like looking back on those videos now it's like they're so cringy and i don't like them anymore i mean there's some playthroughs though where i would like i'm thinking of etho in particular that are actually truly beneficial to watch i i would recommend watching etho he's a good minecrafter he does a lot of technical stuff very informative i would definitely recommend his channel yeah i mean the the only minecraft youtuber that i watch now is fundy but he posts content very sporadically now we can't like interact in a real environment like together at a friend's house. Still can't. Well, Still can't. sometimes. We'll have to be it's sometimes. It's a, been a very bumpy ride over the last two years. I miss doing stuff. Still like is. That. I'd say it's one of the best games on the Switch. I'd say it's the best Smash Bros. games ever, but I don't want the Melee fans to be. Bang- I'd say it's the best Smash Bros. games ever. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Smash Ultimate is really good. My favorite part about it is the fact that you can collect all these, like, spirits from um, different Nintendo properties. Um, Nintendo plugging their own games. You can use them in battle to, like, give you an... Well, I mean, I actually heard a joke somewhere, like, um, in the Sora reveal trailer, is like, the last Smash Bros. fighter. The fact that the Mickey Mouse logo was on the keychain, that was the reason the Switch Online expansion back price was so high, because it cost that much to use Walt Disney imagery in a video game. It's like, that's literally the only place, like, a Disney thing is present anywhere in Smash Bros. is as the keychain on Sora's Keyblade, because all other Disney imagery is removed from the other Kingdom Hearts, like, uh, the, the stage you fight on. And it's all just been replaced with like regular art and the characters that were introduced specifically for the game. They replaced all the Disney NFTs with Nintendo NFTs. They're not NFT. (laughs) It's a right to a visual property. It's essentially an NFT. (laughs) Wouldn't it be amazing to just, uh, you know, like um, it would be amazing to just like put my fist through the screen and like give you a nice shoulder punch. Which you need to play this game. I'm confused. Sonic is apparently a Nintendo property. Um, well, Sega... I was just an idiot back then. Okay, yeah, Sonic games are still, still I am. They're, they're a Sega property, yes, but they're on all the systems. He's on all the systems. And I found out Bayonetta is as well, but I don't Oh, there Bayonetta was something so I, I, for, I forgot to mention from the, uh, um, our news. The Lego Sonic set finally came out. <laughs> Oh, how did I not mention that? Goodness. I, I want to get that set so the, bad. It looks awesome. The only problem I have with it is like the original submission was a Sonic Mania set and then Lego changed it to a Sonic the Hedgehog 1 set, which I felt was kind of wrong. But I mean, it's still Sonic. It's like the set was the Sonic Mania Green Hill Zone, but now it's Sonic 1 Green Hill Zone. Also, Eggman looks ugly. I really hope somebody comes up with a way to make him look better. Yeah, I, I followed that, the initial project on LEGO Ideas from the beginning. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know if I'd followed it from the beginning, but I did follow it. it. It's an awesome, absolutely awesome project. I'm so happy to see that it finally got approved. It went through a period of, uh, will it actually happen for a while? Yeah, I, fe- I felt the same way about LEGO The Office because I started watching The Office a couple years ago. And I'm so glad it's finally getting its own set. I can't wait for it to come out. As a hardware, the Dreamcast was officially canceled in like 2001 or something. So it only lasted like three years on the market. Not just for Nintendo, but um, 
Um, we're learning things so, today, like, guys. <laughs> we're all talking it. over each other. Um, I feel like it's almost better doing it with like two hosts instead of three and just having a third guest host on occasionally because I feel like we're all talking over each other too much. Yeah, that does tend to happen. It doesn't happen as much with two people, but occasionally still does. Um, actually, uh, one little news item I would like to mention is um, this podcast Yoshimitsu introduced me, Hardcore Gaming 101. I did ask them to review a game for their big ranking, and they did. So I'm so thankful they did. What did you request? Um, Earthworm Jim. Oh, nice choice. Where did it place? I can't remember. It was like it was somewhere. Okay, I don't so... know. I am currently playing Minecraft. I play that a lot. Uh, because we're still kind of running like a somewhat low on time, I do want to do it at like 1.5 because of how much I keep pausing it. Yeah, it'll sound like we've all had uh, a lot of sugar. Hornet yet. Oh, I beat Hornet already. Wait, when did I come back? Here. Check my, um, I don't know. I don't think you're... <laughs> you came back. I think I edited that bit out. Like, my editing style has changed so much. No one's ever truly gone. Yeah. Like there are so many episodes where like there are little moments where you can't even tell they're edited because I tried really hard to make sure it's like the cleanest transition possible. I play Among Us a little bit. Uh, I play Geometry oh, Dash. Not too often, but I play it. I play Terraria. Um, I've heard good things about Terraria. Minecraft. I need to play uh, that one. I like Minecraft Dungeons a lot. Yeah. Um, I did play some of Minecraft Dungeons. That one was fine. Was a lot of mod. Just, I, would actually I have picked up Minecraft Dungeons as well. Um, I haven't played it a huge amount, but I, I'm like level 30, like 42-ish, something around there right now. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's quite enjoyable. The grind is quite fun. and Finding new setups is uh, very satisfying. I will say don't like the corrupted beacon just because it's so vastly overpowered as an item but that's my playstyle i don't like op items uh where was i going far harder than high pickle skyblock high pickle skyblock yeah he said i call it that as kind of like a little joke it's commonly called high pickle um i put mod pack like under the mod pack category i'm like oh i'm playing minecraft but i mainly only play attack of the b team or whatever mod pack uh yeah, like Attack of the B team. I forgot about that one. That was like uh I think I might have mentioned it when we did our Minecraft episode, but it was um guess a lot of the Minecraft stuff I know comes from like old Minecraft. Like I got into it like in mainly like 2015 or 2016 or whatever when it was still like um not as huge as it is today, but still really big. And I remember like getting all these books from the library that talked about Minecraft, and one of them talked about Attack of the B Team. I don't think the original Attack of the B Team is still in use, but the people that made that made a sequel to it. It's just like a bunch of chaotic mods all crammed into one mod pack. You're asking us, you're the one who plays games. Questioning my existence here. I can't well, think of anything. Why don't one of you guys go? Did I, I seriously just uh, say that? Blurted out <laughs> some random time. Minecraft, not really playing through Minecraft. I'd say there's a distinction there between playing Minecraft and playing through it. Playing through Minecraft just... is different. Yeah. Yeah. So, isn't like playing Minecraft and playing through Minecraft the same thing? Like, I mean, unless you're doing like creative. Not really, because there is technically a storyline to Minecraft. You're trying to accumulate resources and beat the dragon versus just playing to play, like to build and to create things versus trying to reach an end goal necessarily. I would I would consider a distinction there, as I said two years ago. Well, it was really only like one year ago, but it's like, 
2022 we recorded it in 2020 so it technically would have been two years ago but in terms of actual time it would have been a year and a month ago technically that i'm also playing gang beast not playing through gang beast that game is hilarious you're basically a bunch of colorful floppy men who try to knock each other out it's absolutely oh is that i haven't played that game at all is that what gang beast is it's on steam um, it's pretty much uh, it's kind of like the mayor is all about beef the city is literally called Beef City. Most of the stages have some reference to meat. This man is a genius. You're playing on top of a scene, uh, on top of a building at one stage. It, and, uh, a it's true, and there's they've added more uh, since. It's, the they've added more stages since then. The city is actually called Beef City, as it, as I said. There is a massive aquarium with a weird octopus sort of creature, and then there's also a bee, uh, a ship that you play on, a trawler, and sharks try to kill you. The ship is called the Salted Beef. Yeah, it's it's a very fun game as i said would recommend very chaotic though and as and um lots of references to meat for no apparent reason but like meat o-f-f-a-l okay yeah i um i just looked this up and awful is the internal organs and entrails of an animal yeah it's like it's awful it's like stomach or whatever so it's awful you're playing on a giant (laughs) billboard that uh, has (laughs) i hate myself well, Streets of Rage 4 has this aspect where it, the game detects how well you're doing and it will adjust the difficulty accordingly. Oh, that's So if it senses... Didn't you say after that that wasn't the case? Maybe. I don't think it is actually the case. It's just that that part of the stage does drop a stupid amount of daddy boom-booms on you, as uh, my uncle likes to call them. Daddy Basically boom. just... Yeah, he calls them daddy boom-booms. They're just big, fat characters. Uh, there's the guys who spit fire, the guys who, like, sky belly flop on you which is terrible the guys who roll around on the ground the daddy boom booms they're the worst enemies in the game that's phenomenal yeah it was a pain but good luck well, that's, that's phenomenal <laughs> yeah literally no joke like they have this attack they'll run around and fire. i hate that joke so much i just thought it would be funny like hey because they're being used to roll around maybe they're not doing this of their own volition so i thought i would say in what is presumably their voice oh, i didn't sign up for this i hate that joke so much <laughs> like if you knock them on the ground they'll start rolling around and hauling life is a continuous cycle of realizing how cringe you were a year and a month ago you can't pick them up really either and throw them because they're so big <laughs> it's, it's, I'm playing Stoop. through Skyblock. People are telling me Frozen Blaze is a terrible armor set. It's a terrible armor set if you don't have Kata 26. Or Kata. Update on that. I did finally get Anyways. Frozen Blaze, oh. and I still oh. do not care if people say it's trash. I like it. I got it. We, we focused in on, like, the most random... The most random stuff, like we'll be. We talking had a about... lot of tangents. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, we'll be talking about. So, okay, yeah, there, there's something about like anime later on. Right, so well, we'll yeah, get. The next question is: What is your favorite console? Or Just... yeah, I forgot to mention, I got like a Switch after that because I'd really wanted like a 3DS, 2DS, whatever for Christmas, and I was like so blindsided when I got a Switch that I was almost ungrateful, even though I wasn't. Can I go now? Not my mic. My um. Can I go now? Yes, continue. Oh no! Wait, was that you? Best console. I thought in episode you was real you. Talking, what did I asking, say? I, you said, "Can I go now?" I thought you were asking if you. I thought you were <laughs> asking if you wanted to say something. I'm like, that's actually super kind of you to just ask, "Can I go now?" I guess I can. I'm gonna guess I came unmuted and I was talking to one of my siblings or something. Okay, again, I stole that joke directly from an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. That I is such like, a good show. Yeah, I think it was, uh, if you're curious, it was Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. I what? Think. Yeah, it, it's, it's a real thing. 
Was that one on Netflix? Because uh, Mr. I, I, I think I watched that one on one of the DVD box sets. Darn. They I'm only have two seasons of it on Netflix. and They do have some on Amazon Prime for free. Oh. Yeah, so okay, probably Sega Genesis or the PC I've been using to play Minecraft. I mean, it's janky as all heck. Still is really janky. This is kind of a hard question. But again, really current answer, the Switch. 64, even though I only have like two games worth. Mario 64. And I actually and I quite like the PS4 controllers. I think like, I, yeah, I still like the GameCube controller works out so well. I actually like the third party GameStop controller more than the original first party Nintendo controller because it's like the C-Stick isn't as much of a tiny nub. The 8-bit, uh, the 8-bit dough, I like to call it the 8-bit do just to troll with my dad, uh, is actually pretty good as well. Um, so, yeah. Kind of odd, to say the least, but, um... Yeah. Basically, you have the two handles on the sides of the controller, and then out of the middle of the controller, there's a third prong that comes back and oh, it has a little pad on it. I hated that remote. Yeah, there are some third-party versions of it that are better, like the HoriPad Mini. That one's only released in Japan, but it's a better version of the Nintendo 64 controller. And then there were also some third-party ones where it's just like um they got rid of the regular prongs, and it was just like a giant, the giant middle prong, like the regular like control layout, but then just like the giant prong sticking out with the the thing on it it's that the it n64 so controller is really goofy oh yeah like other i mean third party nintendo 64 controllers were even weird i think we talked about that in our episode on the console yes i think this other company called um i think they're called hori h-o-r-i oh what do you know a, a controller that looks more like a modern game controller but it, i talked wow. about them and then like two seconds later my brain still kind of works the same way nintendo 64 um yes but with better like, da- editing a lot of people don't because lots of people bad at racing games so i hate talk things anyways i don't exactly like racing games either i still don't like racing don't games okay that's so weird because they're like it's like my favorite genre now it's like one of my favorites even though I have so few of them. Like, I love the Mario Kart games. I like the Cars it, video games. It probably stems from me just being very bad at them. I, I have a very high tendency to crash, which uh, can be fun depending on the game. But uh, I don't enjoy it just because I get so frustrated because I suck at, like, drifting and stuff. Still do. And it, even IRL. Xbox 361 is good. Personally, I prefer the PS4 controller. Hey. Um, yeah, I should have brought this up earlier, but my uncle has a ton of consoles. He has, like, the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, 64, GameCube, Wii, and then the other ones you have, the Genesis and Dreamcast, the original Xbox, all of the PlayStations except the fifth one. And I'm trying to think of any others. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all. Atari. He has, um, he has an original Game Boy that doesn't work, a Game Boy Color that does work, and a Game Boy Advance SP that does work. Does he, he also, have the PS5 yet? No, he did get the original Switch. The PlayStation 5, it's like, it's really hard to find one. I like, um, problem is like, uh, the chip shortage and like, there was like a big chip, uh, chip warehouse fire. Like 40% of the world's chips came from this one processing plant. It caught on fire and a significant portion of them were destroyed. So it's like part of that with plus the pandemic and all that, that's all of these things led to the PlayStation five. It's going for like twice as much as it normally would. Probably should have thought that through every, better. Every single good Wii U game is getting ported to the switch and my cousins have a switch. So I just play that one. And now I have a switch and now my uncle also has a switch. switch. Well, every good game is being ported to the switch. Except, Except for, for Mother 3. Okay, well, I mean, Persona 5 as well. It's it's so weird to me that they didn't put Persona 5, but they made a sequel slash retelling slash hack and slash port of it. It's so weird. 
Right, let's start with our topic. So today's topic is our first games. And since this is our very first episode, I thought we'd go through the... Oh my gosh, we're, we're almost halfway through before we got to the actual topics. First... Okay, so my first game was probably Unblock Me, which is a kind of a logic-based game for... I mean, yeah, it was... I played this is... Uh, it's really sad, actually, if you think about it. My first game, Minecraft. My first game, Roblox. My first game was Unblock Me, a puzzle game! Okay. It's actually some, quite a good game, though. I think some of my other first games that I had forgotten to mention was, like, stuff on my mom's iPad and phone because I played, like, um, Angry Birds, Cut the Rope, Temple Run. There was actually this Easy Bake Oven app that I enjoyed for some reason. I remember. And this one that was, like, a 3D space-involved game that had, like, Lego knockoff bricks that you put together. That was what I remember. I haven't thought about those games in a long time. Sonic Adventure 2 for the Dreamcast. Uh, my dad, oh, man, yeah, my dad managed to sneak me into his room, and I got to play that, and it was such a fun experience. Notably, because I'm. And the problem here is I keep trying to interrupt people. The other thing about that, I've played Angry Birds before that. Now we have a new entry. We're gonna have to redo the episode for clarity signal. Uh, Try to crash into as many of the cars parked along the side of the hill as possible. <laughs> um, that has changed. I have actually tried to play the game properly, <laughs> and I've only gotten a B rank. C, I think, is my best. It's a fun game. If you can get past the first maybe boss, or is it a mini boss? Well, I, I don't I, really know. The first level looks really fun. There was this list I saw, like the top 10 first levels in video games. Like, in, in terms of, like, video games in general, that, like, okay, they really solidify what the game's all about. And it's, like, um, City Escape and Sonic Adventure 2 was, like, the top just because of how fun it was. Sonic Adventure 2. I've never played. Yeah. I <laughs> Actually, I forgot to mention that, like, in a... I saw a review of the Lego Sonic set. I was curious to see what it was all about. And one weird thing is, like, the instruction manual has a timeline of Sonic games. They didn't put in Sonic 3 or Knuckles, and they didn't put in any of the Sonic Adventure games, but they put in Sonic Unleashed and Sonic 3D Blast instead, which makes no sense. The two games on the Wii I um, played the most were Mario Kart Wii and Cars the Video Game, both racing games, which is how I got so good at um, motion and tilt. I also played some of, uh, there was a Meet the Robinsons game on the Wii and an Up video game on the Wii. The way I'm going to edit this episode is I'm going to cut out the parts where it's um, without me giving commentary, where it's just us listening to the episode, because like you might as well listen to the first episode and then hear our take on this. So I'll, I'll probably I explain that in this episode. My parents never sat down and like unlocked all of the other stuff in the game. So I thought for the longest time until like a couple of years ago that Mario Kart, we only had 16 tracks. I was so mad when um, I found out so, that there that were out, like, like Dad, twice the amount of tracks there were. Like, oh, because life happened. Anomalies <laughs> um, 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 and stuff like that. Why didn't um, I edit any of this out? Game is, Cars, the video game, I'd say is pretty good. When I was little, my favorite movie of all time was Cars and the fact that there's a- It's, yeah, it's actually a genuinely good game. It's not it's even like- It's fun to watch. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I showed that one to you, I believe. So it's not yeah. like an adaptation of the film either. It's like a sequel, like a semi-sequel. It's like you're Lightning McQueen and you get to play piston cup races, but you have to complete a certain level of missions and dirt track races around Radiator Springs. And it is so fun. 
there are some parts where you can like glitch and do all these things. It's so broken. It's amazing. Cars Made International, which I don't like, and Cars Race Arama, which I'd say is even maybe a little better than Cars the video game. I didn't play those until. Yeah, I think it is. There, um, they expanded the environment quite a bit. You can do relay races, photo op events. Like there, it expands so much on the original principles of the 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 first one. Like there's some very blatant product placement where there's like this level where you have to drive up a ramp that's inside Mac, and it is. They even say it on the box. It is literally just product placement for um, one of the Mac toys they made. I want to play it. That's fine. I just like that. Earth Race Arama is a uh, yawn. That cool. means I'm boring. It, it, it's he let me play the game Tony Hawk Underground 2. Actually, I was so confused when I played that game and it said press L3 and R3. I'm like, what is L3 and R3? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure my uh, history teacher last year admitted that he would commonly play that in class when he just set his ki uh, kids to just work on stuff. He would just play Tony Hawk games in class. So. <laughs> if you like tap the triangle button fast enough, you can make your skater more angry. And, you can, like and also some of the soundtrack uh, stuffs are a little explicit, but I didn't pay attention to those at all. Before I played Minecraft, I actually played Geometry Dash for a while. And uh, yet again, it was another game I was so bad at. I remember one of our greatest accomplishments of the time was being able to get 50% done in uh, Stereo Madness. It's pretty sad. I, I'm pretty sure to this day, I don't even know if I've actually beaten Stereo Madness. Yeah, I'm not great at those sorts of games. I'll just put that out there. The user created levels were fun, but I could not figure out how to change like the gradient of the level to make the background change colors. Oh, I didn't know that was even an option. The Mother, or Earthbound, if you prefer, series started with the original Famicom, which is basically the Japanese version of the NES. I did get to play Mother 3. It was actually pretty good. I'd be down to go through Earthbound. The only problem is it, it would take a while because of if you want to get good, you have to grind and get like a lot of small enemies so you can level up and all that. Yeah, I actually didn't end up grinding until the fourth chapter of the game. I got pretty lucky with that. I'm just I'm just bad at turn-based combat. <laughs> All these great games preloaded. Japanese Game Boy Advance cartridge, probably because it's so expensive and yeah. rare. In the because it's so expense and rare. That sounds like a, a scam eBay description. This game is expense and rare. It really does. <laughs> I, I've looked, I think um, it's like a hundred plus dollars you can get the original cart. Like if you're willing to splurge on it, it might not be that much of a deal. And it's definitely much less than some other rare and expensive stuff bunch of fan translations out there so it's so cool to hear that years old i got an ipod for my birthday and at first i got all mad because i'm like it doesn't have a camera on it i was, I was kind of a skilled rat in those days but what was so cool about it is it still have that by the way that I, I forgot about that ipod touch there was also this game i had on it called a uh, Stickman skater it, it was so fun it's like um there were like two little touch screen buttons one of them made the guy like gain speed and you could use the other to do a jump, but there was a setting where you could turn the jump button into a variety of tricks, and then you'd flick it in one direction or the other to traverse past the level. That game was so good. All of those are pretty good games. I'm pretty sure none of those technically exist on the app. Maybe Cut the Rope does. I know that there's Angry Birds 2 and Where's My... It's there, Where's My Water? I... They, I think they put, like, the original Angry Birds games on cartridges. Like, there's a version of, like, the Angry Birds trilogy. I know it's on the th Xbox 360 and the 3DS, but I can't remember what, what other systems it's on. No I idea, didn't realize it's like it's Angry Birds. It's, I think it was, um, it's Angry Birds 1, Angry Birds 2, and I think Angry Birds Rio. Angry Birds Rio was pretty good. I was actually so baffled that, um, 
the Angry Birds movie was made by Sony Animation because it seemed like it would have been made by Blue Sky since they made Rio and Angry Birds already had like a collaboration with Rio. I didn't think that those were sequels. I thought they were just weird spinoff games, except I didn't know that Angry Birds 2 even existed. I did see Angry Birds Rio. I also distinctly remember there being an Angry Birds Transformers, which was actually kind of fun. Uh, Angry Birds Star Wars is another one. Angry Birds Space was, that one was weird. There was a bunch of other ones. Gotta be OG and play Angry Birds Light. I like that one. Birds, you probably know the game where you sling birds from a slingshot to hit pigs. Cut the Rope is a game where you release some candy from a rope and try to- Actually, the reasons the villains of Angry Birds were pigs was because when the game was being developed, that's when the big swine flu scare of the late 2000s happened. And so they made the villains pigs as like a joke. This weird I thought you were going to say it was a Minecraft reference because so pigs being creepers and then pigs are green and all that. Yeah. Only crocodile who Makes lives sense. in the sewer that likes. I think my mom had this. I bet that had a couple games. You know, the easy bake oven oh. app, which is pretty weird. <laughs> you were mentioning that. <laughs> I forgot. It's like my brain like still works very similar. Like I, I remember yeah, this stuff. Said. Now, before I remember bringing it up in this Make episode. Make a cake and put whatever you want on it. It was so fun. Hmm. On that note, I do also remember Disney sticker dress-up costume thing. It was like, you're supposed to put these stickers of dresses and crowns and stuff on Disney princesses. I can't remember whether or not I thought that was an okay game or not. I remember I didn't play it. I preferred puzzle games and chess. Um, Which is really weird now that I think about it. I was, what, six and I was playing chess on an iPad. But um, my dad loves I, chess. I still I st- can't beat him. I still like chess, but I have not played in quite a few years, which is sad. But this is a video game podcast. Let's leave chess out of it. They they really need to update that game. It's been out for what a few thousand years now. Back. I said insult him while he's gone. Oh darn it. No. Back. <laughs> anyway, I'll start with the uh, game darn. of the year by year. So. For every episode, uh, what I'm first going to do year in game. a different year in gaming and recap all the, the games that came out in that year. There are some game series I'll probably leave out. Like, I'm only going to put in, like, the first four Castlevania games or something and only some of the Call of Duty games because I don't care about those series as much. I know that seems unfair that I'm leaving those out, but I'm putting Wario's Woods for Wait the a minute. There. But we'll get to that one eventually. You omitted some of Castlevania, but you put in all the GTA games? That's a sin. Yeah, but that is a sin. There are only five Grand Theft Auto games. There are like 20 Castlevania. That's five too many. (laughs) I'm sure many, many people would disagree. Try me. (laughs) I mean, there's also the. I mean, you did. You put more than four on there, though. Like, I remember you did put in Symphony of the Night, which is a good one. And then I. I tried Symphony of the Night. I don't know if you put in Akimojo uh, Dracula. I think that was a Japan uh, Japan exclusive. That was game. a spinoff. That wasn't even technically an entry in the series. Like, Good I soundtrack know, though. There's like a bad arcade version. I think I ignore the Game Boy ones. Uh, game Boy Advance ones. I think I might have put those on there. If not, I'll add them into the the list redo to make up for the sins of the past. If you go sure. through 1993 without mentioning Streets Rage 4, I'm leaving the podcast. Wait, no, not Streets Rage 4. <laughs> I know, like you're. you're <laughs> I'm so glad I caught myself. Man, Streets of Rage 4 came out uh, last year, I think. It was tw- uh, end of 2019. Yeah, no problem. Personally, My pleasure. I personally do not care. <laughs> oh, you do not care. <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, the utter hey, sarcasm. We didn't, 
the other sarcastic anchor in that voice. <laughs> so good. I, I do miss having Plagon here. Listen to the entire um entire recording or this part of the recording and then make a diss track about you guys post that on my youtube or something oh come on i i'd love to see that i'd love to. he never did but I'd i like really to. do want to hear a diss track that would be hilarious play yeah, if you're listening and it's filled with the do it that, it'd be filled with like the air horn sound effects do it insults hurled I, i'm pretty sure the air horn is long dead at this point no i'm just i'm just kidding i wouldn't because make that i leave the podcast i wouldn't really make right. a wait a minute did i just say go ahead and do that and you'll leave the podcast no he you said go ahead and do that and i'm leaving the podcast so you said that you would haha how the tables it reversed i'm sorry like, hashtag reverse <laughs> or no Wait, um, 1889 yes huh. nintendo is the oldest video game company in the world technically uh, I I want to say there's like one that's even older. There's like an electronics company that was founded before Nintendo. You know was. what? There's an remember. indie developer that's even older than that. Which indie developer? Your mom. Goodbye, I had to do Oh my gosh, you can't play me for that. You can't. You, uh -huh. you physically uh -huh. can't. Uh -huh. <laughs> Didn't start with video games. If you gotta want more information on like the early history of video games, there's this great epic novel called The Comic Book History of Video Games. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. It's Yeah, it's really good. I, no, I don't think right it's now. the graphic novel history of video games. I think it's the comic book story of video games. It's by... um. I can't remember who wrote it, but it was, uh, it's really good. There are all these little Easter eggs. Like, it'll be talking about, like, televisions in World War II, and you'll see, like, Rayman jumping around in the background. There are all these little details like that. It's so cool. It's because the information that I have for 1950 is Hiroshi Yamachi took office as president and headed the um, manufacturing operation of Yamachi Nintendo and Co. I think Plague just like literally found like a website that was just a history of Nintendo and read it off there. Like we didn't coordinate this ahead of time, but he came prepared. Yeah, wish I could but say the same. That's the information oh. I have for 1950. To Nintendo Playing Card Co. Oh. I feel like they split off the Pokemon, but whatever. What was that noise? <laughs> oh. Was that me? I think that was me. That that, was, I'm pretty sure I don't make noise like that. I honestly think at this point I was kind of like getting antsy to say what I wanted to say, and that was like me going, "Oh, how interesting!" Well, I'm gonna need to circle back and cut this and use it for future YouTube videos. Just like whenever I, something dumb happens, just. Oh. I, it actually be cool if like um if somebody made like an animation of of this. Either that or probably just like. Uh, if you know Eli Beatmaker, uh, remixes that he, I, he does like random remixes of things people say on Hermitcraft and other YouTube videos and stuff. I could have like then, an, an animator on Fiverr or like a musician or something to take this and turn it into a song. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Wait a minute, like there's this. Just, just don't ask, okay? I don't know. Produced plastic playing cards in Japan. That's, that's true. Playing cards were illegal in Japan for a while because they were used as a form of gambling. And uh, same with um, pinball machines in New York City up until like the 1970s because they were shame. Pinball is super fun. Like a form. I will of say it's interesting. They that were luck based because made... pinball didn't have paddles until the 1970s. You had to like pick up the oh. big thing and then like tilt it. 
It was like balance on a box, uh, and then you would have to like pull it up and then like roll the ball around to get in the hole. I will say, like one of those cheap it, little maze games you get at Dollar Tree or something. But it's interesting that they made cards out of plastic. Like I don't know what they're actually made out of. I think it's like very thick paper. Yeah, I think it's paper, and then they like add a glossy coat of something on top of it. Of, but yeah, Hanafuda cards are actually really small, like little plastic cards. Like compared to More like, like a chips. Rip- it's yeah that um if you look up Hanafuda cards, I'm sure you'll find a picture comparing the scale. And I'm pretty sure all of that is about to be said. I'll probably post one in our Discord. Some would even argue that Pong is in fact a ripoff of Tennis for Two. Actually, um Ralph Burr, who invented the Magnavox Odyssey, created this other game that was essentially the same thing as Tennis for Two for the Odyssey, which was the first game console, I believe. And he sued Atari when they made Pong because he wanted to be forever known as the the father of video games. He was a little bit greedy in those days. I think they just settled in court for like $50 million or something crazy like that. I'm pretty sure everyone was greedy back then. <laughs> or maybe. Oh, what? Still. They both essentially play the same. Oh, um, actually, William Higginbotham created that for like the, the college he worked at or whatever. He was doing like a scientific expo day and he wanted to create something for that. So that's what kind that's of. Awesome. Was this on like the early computers they would use? Like the. It massive... was. um. There, there, there was this big thing called an oscilloscope. Somebody yeah. actually took a. Managed to get Doom to run on an oscilloscope. So that was. Any tennis for two was one of the first I didn't know. He started selling cards printed with Walt Disney characters, opening up a new market in children's playing cards and resulting in a boom in the card department. I will trade you two Cinderella for one Sleeping Beauty. Dude, let's not. (laughs) (laughs) I approve of that so much. (laughs) 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 Okay, not to blow my horn, but that was perfect. That was. <laughs> that was. Uh, oh, that's pretty okay. good. That was really that was, good. I'm happy with myself now. I really want that beast. Actually, I. <laughs> on the Kyoto Stock Exchange. Oh, oh, and on the St- Kyoto Stock Exchange. I was confused English. for a second. Why are we talking about the Kyoto Stock Exchange? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we started every podcast with, oh, by the way, if you're interested, Nintendo is up like three points. Go buy now. <laughs> We're not sure. No, you, you would buy when it's low and sell when it no. Okay, that, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm <laughs> Why not, are we talking about the stock exchange again? <laughs> I'm not a shareholder or a stock buyer, and I probably nope. never will be. <laughs> yeah. I, I know absolute zero about it. For this old computer called the PDP-1. Was that your dad in the background? I don't think that's Quite likely, yeah. But um, in it, there's a section of the track that's lifted by Ultra Hands from the 1960s Nintendo. Excuse me, you may want to reread. It's true. They actually um, there was even a game on the Wii that a Nintendo released for like Club Nintendo called Grill Off with Ultra Hand, where it's like you're grilling a barbecue contest or whatever, and you're playing as the Ultra Hand. A barbecue contest. The not the last one. Yeah, either the last one. Is that a thing? That because. I have no clue. Just saying that makes um, me think of Truck Driver Simulator. <laughs> a suburb of Kyoto, Japan. We really should have coordinated this before because I'm not sure all of this really needs to be said. But still, yeah. dude came prepared. 
Nintendo made this very odd device called a love tester designed to oh, yeah. I guess, test your love for one person or another. It's, it's Wait, a very what? interesting part of Nintendo's history. Yes, that's an actual thing they made. I can't wait for them to remake it. <laughs> no! What? Nintendo made both an unsuccessful restaurant service and an unsuccessful taxi cab service. The heck? I know. Take over the world. I didn't need to know. They also had like a hotel chain and instant rice cookers. The, what? And they did like so many things before they got into video games because they weren't sure, but they knew they wanted to do like electronics and toys. They also made like, um, they made a lot of things. There's this great uh, documentary series. I think it's called like Playing with Power and how like Nintendo did something or whatever. It came out this last year. It's it's really good. Yeah. Well, as I Nintendo. said a year and a half ago or year and a bit ago, they're trying to take over the world. First, we have some gaming news. Some of this is somewhat old, but first, we're going to talk about the 2020 Game Awards, which... At now I do news at the beginning to get it out of the way for anybody that's not interested. I personally think that's a good format as well. I've heard that in several other podcasts, notably the Spawn Chunks, which is a, a Minecraft podcast I would recommend. Uh... Pretty much any video game podcast I've heard, though, they do all the news at the beginning, and I think it works really well. So Pretty interesting, because the grand prize winner of the Game Awards 2020, in case you didn't already know, was Last of Us Part 2. Um, and this year, it was... That, it, that it, is it, such it, an anti-climax. The winner of the awards was The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> what was funny was, like, to, uh, this year's winner uh, was It Takes Two, which also ends with two, but it wasn't a sequel. It's just a co-op game. I had never it looks really good, though. Actually, I'll have to try that one day. Last of yeah. Us Part One. New oh, Smash yeah. Bros. DLC fighter is Sephiroth. I remember when there was still anticipation for whatever Smash Bros. fighter would be introduced next. I remember those days. Yes, so nice. and now we're stuck with Sora mains online. I still don't know. I am so weirded out by like my um my E3 Nintendo Direct reaction has gotten over like 60 listens, and that's our most popular episode. Why that one? Why is I've it getting? Why is it gaining traction like um after I already did the September one? By the way, there's probably going to be another direct um either later this month or next month. So definitely expect an episode sometime soon with my reactions to that. I will um, say I don't get the whole thing around people freaking out about Sora mains, but I mean I don't play very much Smash Bros. and I don't play online. So Sora uh, plays okay from what I've experienced. From Final Fantasy VII. I'm pretty sure I'm a Sonic main, so I don't know anything. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's, he's, he's never... never been playable in a Smash Bros. game except as like an assist trophy or regarding the newest one, the Spirit. What? That's a crime. That is an actual crime. Yeah, and he still isn't. I don't know why Nintendo hates Waluigi so much, but they'll add like 10 Fire Emblem characters. It's like, will we get they even, some of the characters we really want? They Waluigi. even had the opportunity to add in a Mario character. They added in a Mario character as DLC. They did Piranha Plant. Who wanted Piranha <laughs> it's like, Plant? It's, it was, it's, I've heard nope. people say it can be actually really good, but like I've tried using it because uh, we did a random character tournament at a, a LAN party I went to, and uh, I had the bad luck of getting Piranha Plant on a transitioning stage. Piranha Plant's mobility is like none, so um, I died fairly quickly because I couldn't move a dang foot, and then I respawned, and I tried to move again, and I could not. Or one third of a meter for our um, European listeners. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, a foot is a foot. It's your foot if you want. Just. 
<laughs> it's the same I, distance. Just Sora, you get my point. Sora was a worthy inclusion. I was just kind of baffled that Crash Bandicoot didn't end up making it in. So like maybe we'll get a character of one. Waluigi, Crash Bandicoot. No, you get Sora. No, Sora was like the highest requested character in like the Smash Bros. Fighter ballot from like they did for the 3DS and Wii U game like five or six years ago or something. So I didn't Sora. know Dream could rig Nintendo ballots as well. <laughs> Dream didn't. <laughs> Could you imagine if the glow squid was the final smash? It's like, it's okay, we'll just do two Minecraft characters and it'll be the glow squid. It's okay. They put I'm, Dream Skin I'm, in as a I'm DLC sure, for Steve. I'm sure it was done by I'm sure it was done by a band of responsible voters instead of a mob of ten year olds. Uh, because Greninja, Greninja is cool. How's Greninja? He's a ninja This ad this ad like popped up and now my cursor's like a a coin, so now I'm scratching a- oh dear, the ad went away. I mean, what's not to like? <laughs> you should use that in the future, like, Hey Yoshimitsu, why did you have- why haven't you cleaned your room yet? Because Greninja! I, yeah, no, I <laughs> that was a dumb joke, I hate that. I, I think it was kind of funny, honestly. Uh, Greninja's just... awesome, I stand by that point still. He's fun to play as if I can, but I prefer it's... Sonic. He and Luigi, I think, are like the only characters that can deal damage with just a taunt. Well, thing is, it doesn't matter to me, because I don't know how to do it. Because Ninja Frost, thank you. To see in Smash Bros. Fleet. There are still, like, I think three or four slots open up. Oh, here we go. This is going to be interesting. I think well. it's like, um, okay, what came after? The last three after Sephiroth, there was um, Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade 2. Then mm -hmm. they did... And the Rex being sad meme. Oh, and uh, there was um, S Kazuya from Tekken. And then lastly was Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Something like characters? that. Yoshimitsu, we've already dealt with you. Um, Plague, which ones you I've been dealt with. Yes, he has been dealt with. Oh. <laughs> I've been silenced. Maybe some sort of Ubisoft character. By the green. Or oh, gosh. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight would have been a cool addition. I agree with him. The, what do you call it? The dash cloak and stuff like that. And then you can apply trinkets that will just fall or appear at different parts of the um, Smash Battle and stuff like that. Actually, oh, that's nice. the way he phrased it made Hollow Knight sound like a smaller Greninja, kind of. Yeah, I haven't. Um, Dash I cloaks. Have, like, I still haven't played Hollow Knight yet. My cousins are a fan of it. I'll have to try it one day. I mean, I could be completely misinterpreting it because I've never played Hollow Knight, but Dash Cloaks sounds kind of like he zooms towards someone super quickly and then smacks them. And. It might Greninja be like, essentially does that by teleporting and slapping. It might be like he dashes, really cool. but at the same time he uses like a, the cloak to protect him as like a shield block. Maybe. That would be a really I useful ability. Well, but Rayman as a playable character. I am still like, Rayman gets absolutely zero love from Ubisoft. Except for the Rabbids. The Rabbids were like a character that was a spinoff of the Rayman series. Like, they get all the love. Rayman doesn't, hasn't had a real game in a long time. I mean, and guess you gotta what? love they, the Rabbids, though. I think it's like they, I don't. They're, They're hilarious. Like, okay, I mean, I haven't played the Mario versus Rabbids game because it's like, um, I, I just want a regular Rayman game. It's been nine years at this point. Give us a new one. Awesome. Actually, there's a theory that Rayman is in Smash Bros. Because in, like, in the battlefield stage, there's like this iceberg thingy. And if you look closely at it, it does look like Rayman. It does. Um, I really hope he comes back in Smash Bros. whatever comes next. Because I've heard Sakurai say various things like, um, 
after the final DLC release, like, oh, the next Smash Bros. game, I won't have as heavy a hand in, but I'll still work on it. The next Smash Bros. game isn't going to have as big of a roster as Ultimate, which makes a lot of sense. I don't understand why there's so many Smash Bros. games. I don't, I'm not an expert on it, but from my opinion, as someone who doesn't play the games, they look like they do the same thing. Yeah, there are six. Like, like the big thing is like, um, it's either what new adventure mode, story mode, whatever that they're going to add, or whatever new characters are going to be there. Because I played Smash on the 3DS. It wasn't that interesting. It's like for Smash Bros. Ultimate, what the big new thing was was spirits replace both trophies from all the games and stickers from Brawl. So it's like there you can view them in a library, but you can also they can also apply like status effects to you to make you stronger in battle, or it gives you two final smashes, or you're immune to poison. You know, little things like that. And there's a big adventure mode where you can just collect them all and face off against a big final boss. There, a spirit it doesn't count. It doesn't count if it's not a spirit. It doesn't count. Wow, he got really passionate about that, didn't he? <laughs> it doesn't count. I can imagine like a Shakespearean soliloquy about Smash Bros. That would be so funny. Oh, good lord, no. They've added spirits later as fighters. Like before Steve, I think the one before Steve was Minden from the video game Arms, like a fighting game on the Switch where you use. Same thing with Pyre and Mithra. They were both spirits, and then Sakurai added them in as a character. Well, Arms. I stand by the fact that they should add either Sore 4 characters or a uh, quote from K-Story. He'd be such a versatile character. So. Do you think Celeste would work as a character? I don't think so, because one of the big parts of Celeste is that the character does not fight. She only ever dodges and has a dash ability, which is also used to dodge. She does not fight her Shadow Clone. The entire thing is about avoiding attacking. And I'm pretty sure the character is a pacifist. Not not pessimist, pacifist. Uh, Completely different. (laughs) Um, But like... Yeah, I'm. I don't think Celeste would work too well in Smash, just because she doesn't really have any attacking abilities. Her uh, evil self, on the other hand, might make an interesting one, but it'd be kind of tricky to program in because yeah, just adding in she, the villain and not the hero doesn't quite make sense. Because well, I mean, they kind of major spoiler. The villain stops being a villain kind of towards the end. I mean, I feel like it would be hard to program because one of the basic things about her darker side is that she never walks. She's always flying in the air and uh, shooting massive laser beams Mewtwo at you. always floats. Uh... Like, if you move Mewtwo, it's like he or she, I can't remember, just floats. That's I all. guess. Uh, one of the Gunstar heroes, actually, if they added Gunstar uh, Green, that would be super cool. Yeah, that would be cool. And then as a final smash, he's uh, I'd love to... in seven force and just goes nuts. I'd love to see Earthworm Jim as a playable character. Like that game kind of, uh, it was pretty hard. Like I think I uh, I decided to just stop at the second to last level or whatever. But Again... Earthworm Jim would be fun. Like he could use his, uh, his head whip as an attack, especially yeah. since um, he has a new TV show that's coming out soon. There's a Wait, Earthworm what? Jim 4 and... Yeah, there, um, there's an Earthworm, four, G- Earthworm Gym 4 in development for the Intellivision Amico all-digital console, which um, I assume it'll either get canceled or flop horribly, considering what I've seen from game consoles like these in the past. No, I'm saying they totally should, yeah. though. There's a Mega Man manga. Oh! Yeah, I... Okay, oh, I'm going to be dude. Fully oh, this is, this is when the... Uh, uh, I have a lot to say about what happens next. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% and fully honest with you, and you guys may not like me for this, but I... Do not like 
anime or manga that much. Well, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You'll just put on my block. I've list. tried. It just it's a different <laughs> style. Type. That's okay. You'll just be on my block list. Actually, there's this um, there's this game developer named Hideki Kamiya, and he's like the head of Platinum Games. They created a Devil May Cry games, Bayonetta, and the Wonderful One One. I do not and like Bayonetta. He blocks everybody on Twitter. Like there was this guy who flew to Japan when he was at a convention just to figure out what his Twitter block list was because he's like, well, I could ask him over Twitter, but it'll probably block me because it's like um, he's so averse to everybody on Twitter. Like even if somebody says uh, something good, he'll usually he'll just block them anyway. And so like when the guy visited him in Japan and Hideki Kamiya showed him his block list, it was over 17,000 people. Good lord. How many people are there on Twitter? I don't know. I think it was like over 100 million or something. Crazy amount of people on Twitter. So. Okay. Like, I mean... Post-production Tiger here. Actually, there are almost 400 million Twitter users, so that is the actual amount. It's like yeah. top five most used social media sites. Maybe even top three. For trades. So part of the time, it's just a little too weird. And the style is just kind of weird to me. Plus... It makes me uncomfortable how they over-sexualize women. That is an issue in a lot of things. I mean, it's not just manga, though, that does that. It's that's true. society but... in general, which yeah, is, it's, it's kind of sickening. Yeah, it's sad. Sad. Left to right, I have right read to left. enough. Right to left. You said left to right, you meant right to left. Left to right, I meant left to right. I'm talking about manga. I have read like Manga that. is right to left. I am a complete idiot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, as someone who does read the occasional manga i understand why he was saying left to right i mean he also reads manga just as much as i do but manga is kind of confusing in the way it's set up because you read the book from the last page what would look like the last page to us to what would look like the first page to us but you read it starting in the top right panel of course you move right to left on each page top to bottom but the text is arranged left to right so you would start in the top right box of the page but you would start reading the bubble of text that's the furthest to the top left so it, i mean it is kind of confusing i get why you said that but it no. is kind of weirdly set up no what said don't beat yourself up oh please do it's entertaining <laughs> oh you're savage you savage you complete and utter savage Ooh. get hot in here just me <laughs> somebody turned the heat up to like 98 entertaining for everybody else except for me well that's part of the fun everybody who's like sadistic and stuff like that <laughs> cut this out you what are, is this you are roasting him so hard i i'm a i'm I am a bit of a jerk. I, uh, oh, well, I I'm sorry, Plague. I'm really sorry. It was sorry. all in good fun. I don't know. Yeah, As I was saying, reading the in the direction. Dang, boy, yeah, I can't read this right. Um, I have done that. After reading a full book of, like, Nausicaa, I go to read a normal book, and I start reading it the wrong way, and I get super confused. It is actually funny. Well, it wasn't Naruto. <laughs> it was um, the first manga I tried. Actually, I remember there was um a couple years ago when Area 51 was big. I heard there was, like, this... There was this group of people that was planning to Naruto run into Area 51 to try to figure out what was in them, but it's like the government shut them down. Yeah, it, well, there, the other thing a... is, 
I've seen a video online, basically a woman just walked through the front gate of Area 51. And it's actually fine if you do that, essentially. I mean, it is trespassing on government property, uh, but you aren't going to find anything because, uh, as they have said, there's actually a 10 mile walk from the front gate to where they actually do anything. So you would be walking for quite some time before you found any government secrets with massive um, air quotes. Mr. Beast made a video where he tried to get inside of Area 51, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, with his publicity, I doubt that he'd actually succeed. So I mean, on the 1st of May. Oh, yeah, this is when I do my, uh, I'll expose more on this later. Um, Comic books. I'll probably talk about those. Comic books, yes, except for manga. Okay, well, we don't talk about that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You have something against Japanese comics. Okay, I have, have nothing. No, I, I'm absolutely kidding. It, it's a, it's something. It's an acquired taste. True. One of the comics had a collection of um, kids' characters, and I just thought, oh, this looks interesting. I'll uh, take it home and read it. Okay, so it was like um. One of them was about this character called Moomin. Yeah, I have it right here. So it's um, it's called a uh, Colorful Monsters, and it's by Drawn and Quarterly. And the name, oh, we'll get to that after I say were, that. The name of that that um, author name is absolutely one, amazing. Fuzzy kid and this other like girl whose father a furry. A furry. <laughs> I can't remember the name. A fuzzy kid. Okay, so the name of this was a uh, Kitaro in the Great Tanuki War. So there's this um, there's this, like this this rabbit guy. He's like covered in scabs for some reason. And then there's this like this fisherman. For those who are really interested, you can read it if you want. I'm not gonna recommend it. And also, it wasn't a girl. It was a boy. I don't know why I thought it was a girl. The other end, I'm thinking now that if you had started with Naruto, it wouldn't be that bad after all. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I Naruto know, is, I think, um, let me say, no Naruto isn't actually that weird. I mean, it's it's a bit strange, but it's it's a good manga to start out with, to be honest. It's fairly neutral. I mean, there is, he is kind of a bit of a pervert, but I th I overall, think... it's a pretty funny one. It's like more neutral in terms of the style. It's not as all in on the anime vibe that you get from most other manga and anime things. There was actually um there was a Lego Naruto set on Lego Ideas that I think got ten thousand supporters but didn't get approved. No, I don't Connor the Waffle channel is still pretty good. You go straight uh, to the bathroom and vomit. Anyway No I didn't I just turned it off. You vomited right to left. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that? That was no. terrible. That's such a dumb show. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, let me just say also. If my if I when I'm older, if my kids ever get a hold of this, I am going to prevent them from releasing this into the wild. <laughs> so, uh, you do know though, by the way, that Chrono Trigger, the art was all done by uh, Akira Toriyama. Saki, uh, Akira Toriyama, not Satoshi Sakimoto. That's someone else. Uh, yeah, Akira, Tor uh, Akira Toriyama. I do want to try he that. He did Dragon Ball. The uh, Xbox One series, the Xbox Series X, and the PlayStation Five both got released. Nothing on the. X it's crazy to think that 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 released a whole year ago. Because good it, lord, it's like it feels like year, like ye both like years ago and two seconds ago at the same time. It, it, it does. So weird how stuff has that feeling sometimes. Like, it, um, because I think the PlayStation Five disc model cost six hundred at launch, and the non-disc model cost 500 but they both ended up going for like between 800 and a thousand on sites just because like 
how little they made and other factors. Like launch really interesting. I thought it was weird that I tried to think that Thursday was Monday and we were doing the podcast last week, and then you're saying that you thought November was three months ago. That that makes no sense. I don't understand what I just said. <laughs> you said that. I think it was like we were talking about like um uh in our Discord chat. I'm sure if I go back far enough, I can find it. It was, it was something along the lines of you said I'm recording the podcast today, right? And then I said no, we're recording it Monday. And then it's like, oh wait, I thought Thursday was a few days from was I thought Monday was Thursday, never mind, or something like that. I don't know. We all have oh, our goodness. our moments. I guess we all I need to keep know, the pocket man. calendar. I don't know. I guess you all need to keep pocket calendar. Wow, I'm so I'm yeah. so mean. So mean. No, but like I mean, in my defense, it was lockdown. The days were just a blur. It didn't really matter which day of the week it was. All I knew are. was Sunday was when we go to church, and that's the only day of the week I really knew. It's not as much of a blur. But, but, uh, but uh, interesting. That might be interesting. I played Rainbow Six Siege a bit. That was interesting. Nice. I've, I've never heard, heard him say that many. I've never heard him say interesting that many times in such a short span of time. A couple of PlayStation Five launch games interest me. There's a Sackboy, a big adventure, which is like a continuation Sack of Boy. Little Big Planet. Sack Little Boy. Big. What? Sackboy. <laughs> well, um, gosh, I made it. <laughs> he interrupted me just to say Sackboy. Sackboy. Little salty, not gonna. Sadly, they shut down uh, Little Big Planet. Uh. One, two, and three support on the PlayStation 3 and uh, also on the Vita. So you can't really access or make user created levels for those games anymore. Sackboy and Baggage Girl. I think somebody well, tried <laughs> taking the time to go through Sack. was. Um, I oh think my so gosh. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Sackboy and Baggage Girl. I'm pretty sure that's a reference to Kick, something I can't say, uh, and uh, Hit Girl. I've heard so, of yeah, I've heard of the I've heard of that. That's a movie with like Nicolas Cage, right? I don't know. I it's something like that. I know it's a comic, but not much more than that. Man shattered dimensions one of the levels, so I just decided to quit the game because it was not fun anymore. And yet you still play Minecraft Bedrock Edition. That's full of Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> why why are you so mean? <laughs> coming at them with the I, roast i i think this was around the time that i gave up on bedrock edition for various reasons notably i realized just how bugged out a lot of things were i mean if i was asked to list a bug i probably couldn't besides just striders being able to walk around in the overworld uh without having to go through lava there if was um spawn them inside powdered snow or if they walk through powdered snow they're able to walk around like they're on lava among us is now available to buy on the nintendo switch for five dollars or you could just be like everyone get it for free on mobile yeah they even released like um uh, they released like a, a physical edition they made like the imposter crewmate edition and then a big box one called the imposter the among us imposter edition i i want to say it's now on like ps5 and maybe four why would they the put X that on the ps5 i don't know nobody can even get a ps5 why are they still releasing it on new platforms? <laughs> I don't know because people still play. <laughs> they still release. They still release Fortnite because people still play it. I mean, it's not like in I, its prime is like the game everyone plays like it was three years ago. I I do still like Among Us, but the community is just Among Us. All right, um, Yoshimitsu, where can uh, people? My voice got you? all glitched out for a couple seconds there. Yeah.
I think it was just his recording. Anything. It you can on Lego Ideas. Uh, my username is mm, it's a capital H followed by seven N's. Go ahead, look me up, support my projects, please. I would deeply appreciate it. Now you're Specter Vamp. Yeah, to uh, I, I changed it to make things match up more. You don't think about um, it. As for me, actually, I looked through like your old project catalog, and you made a seagull stop it now project for a contest. I did, and um, I love that I was, video so much. I was so surprised that it actually passed their uh, initial review states, and actually got admitted into the contest as an entry, because um, ninety percent of the time they don't let intellectual property entries into contests even if the intellectual property sometimes is for the contest that they're doing i've had well, issues with in the it, in the realm of parody because well, of uh, yeah but like their, their intellectual property because it was a bad lip reading parody. Parody. i'm on practice oh. okay sorry okay that was a spin <laughs> i don't know what the heck that was that should have been cut that should have been cut i cut like nothing i was just yeah. done at this point in the in the editing process but i'll say that after the episode's over Social media can kind of be bad in some. Well, that and also the privacy is really messed up, especially with Facebook. Yeah. Making a spirit list for a custom Smash Bros game that I'm inventing. I'm calling it Smash Bros Mega. Maybe it should be called something different. I renamed it to Smash Bros Infinite, and I still have not released that because I decided it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Bro, it's not really that big of a deal. It just means you've got a little bit of ways to go to become popular. Oof. Well, I Oof, them burns. I may be affected by a proposed class action settlement if I purchase Welch's grape juice in uh, t between 2016 and 2021. I don't remember if I bought grape juice five years ago. Why is this here? That Gosh, ads so make no sense sometimes. These are not personalized at all. Speaking of which, unfortunately, the world got deleted. Yeah, the world got oh, deleted. Oh, no! Weird transfers. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved beginning. Playing on beginning was so fun. It's like, oh, no! I was going to give you guys Christmas presents, too. Dang it. Well, in the form of TNT in your houses. Christmas. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Monica, or happy Kwanzaa, or happy, um, happy, happy whatever. Holidays. The Kwanzaa happened like last month, like two months ago at this point. So it doesn't really matter. Our happy Labor Day in 2089. Happy Labor <laughs> Um, Maybe, I'm not 100% sure, but go look anyway on um Spotify, probably Apple Podcasts, maybe not. A couple of other things, hopefully SoundCloud, maybe even Amazon Music. I don't know. If one uh, of you guys I have a, a Geeks and Games does have a SoundCloud account, but I uploaded nothing because I couldn't get it to work. Searches frantically. Thank you for uh, wa watching on YouTube if you are or listening. Oh yeah, one one of my ideas in the beginning was to have Plague Vamp take it and then upload it to his YouTube channel as audio clips with like the background being the thing like Pavlos does with his episodes. Mm -hmm. Actually, in, in a few cases, like um, he hasn't done an episode in a long time, but I remember one of them was uh was video and it actually ended up working out better for what the content of the episode was. Depending on what you're doing, but um, thank you and happy holiday. Or if it's, you're not listening to it on a holiday, happy day. But what if it's a night? Did you need to say that? Have a nice time. Happy day. I, I didn't. I think somebody somewhere might have needed to hear that. Soon. Bye. Goodbye. And thus concludes the first episode of the Three Stooges. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs>
that was perfectly delivered. Oh my gosh! Uh, so what did what what did you think of the episode? Uh, as I said, life is a continuous cycle of realizing how cringy you were a year and a month ago. That was oh, uh, that was My so fun was to so listen to. Dumb. It, there was a lot, as we said, um, that should have been cut out. Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, it was so fun to go back and listen to that. So many memories. Uh, really missing having Plague on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so like the history behind like the episode itself is so we recorded this on. December 21st of 2020, I asked Plague to record it. He sent me it as an MP4 video file where it was just a black screen. I was trying so hard to edit it. I tried so hard to find everything, worked diligently nothing. The next week, we recorded episode two, which is why episode two came out after uh, before the first one. And so what I did was I, uh, I recorded that one just using... I was using my school Chromebook at the time with this, and so I... Um, I Lord, just why would you do that? I, I, I know I'm dumb. I am so dumb. I use Soundtrap, which is like this editing software that um Spotify made. And it's like your the voices are actually I'll, I'll play a little bit of that. Uh Soundtrap is actually a, a pretty good program. And then COVID-19 I, happened. Um, and then oh well, that was kind of Yeah, you can hear like your voice like barely in the background. It's super faint there. Also, my voice sounds much clearer in the, so, I mean, the second one. Soundtrap isn't actually that bad, though, as a recording software. I'm, the, the uh, only my teacher has us use it for film class. It's pretty good. The thing is, it recorded what I said, but because I was trying to use it to record a Discord call, it didn't re- record what you said because I wanted to find something for recording Discord calls, but I couldn't because it was a school Chromebook, so I couldn't. So, I mean, I was thought, eh, well, whatever, I'll, I'll edit it. It'll be fine. And then guess what happened next? I thought it would be good to record a third episode using the same method. It's like we each counted down our top 10 games ever and we had Flame Vamp on. So it was our first and never, ever released because I thought the file was just so the, the episode was just so bad. It wasn't worth it. Um, I mean, the only thing I think you could have done better and it would have taken an eternity to do cut it up into clips. So like whenever I said something, that was one clip. And whenever you said something, that was another clip. And then whenever Plague said something, that would be another clip. And then individually adjusted the volume. And as I said, that would have taken you probably a week. So I mean, you can do that in Zoom, but I honestly just prefer doing this way. Well, no, I'm saying you were, when you were using Soundtrap, you could have cut the audio into what people were saying. And it, as I said, it would have The thing it. is, with the episode one, I didn't use Soundtrap. I only used Soundtrap with episode two and the unreleased episode three. So I eventually transferred the video recording to my phone. I used an MP4 to audio file converter and then uh, um, something AAC, I think, to MP3 converter. And then I used that and then I edited on my dad's computer on GarageBand. And so what I did in the future was instead of using um, instead of using Discord and instead of using Soundtrap, I just switched to using Zoom entirely and using GarageBand. So what I'm going to do in the future is probably use Skype for any calls that require more than two people because of their policy on that kind of thing. But uh, anyway, that is the story of how geeks and games came to be. So actually, I have a question. Um, what is your favorite episode we've done so far? That's a tricky gonna, question. Gonna I'm going to say probably reviewing the Mario movie with Pablo. Oh, yeah. That was that one was so good. I actually have a plan. Um. The day the Mario movie releases, December 22nd of 2022, 
I am oh, going goodness. to what? buy tickets for you, I, and Pavlos. Then we are going to go to the theater, and then we are all going to go back to my house, probably, and then we'll just record our episode there, all in person. That's my big plan. That uh, the grammar nerd in me just got super mad. Yeah, I do think our um, I love that episode. Another one I enjoyed was when we re- uh, did our the top one hundred games list by IGN, and we were outraged. Like Fortnite's at seventy six. Why is Pokemon Go on this list? None of the Mario Galaxy games are there. And actually, before dislikes were removed from YouTube, uh, IGN made a video that was just listing the things on this list, and it had a very significant dislike to like ratio. In terms yeah. of least favorite episodes, I want to say it's like um Video Game Mysteries, which is episode five, because I said a lot of things on that that were just creepypastas, and I didn't list them as such, and I talked about them as if they were actual mysteries, which in reality they weren't. I didn't do a lot of fact-checking. And um, yeah, I mean, another bad one was Sonic... The- does the Sonic I mean, the Hedgehog 30th anniversary episode? I do think having long lists of uh, just reciting the numbers and uh, of uh, games in a series is does not end up making great content personally. But yeah, I'm going to probably switch it to game reviews when we finally finish our years in gaming. But speaking of years in gaming, um, what are these years? We're actually um. I like to do two this year since we haven't done it in a while. Okay, this year's in gaming uh, is 2016 and 2017. Started off in January 28, 2016 with Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge, but was not released in the U.S. until three months later. February 3rd, Detective Pikachu was released, but not in the U.S. until March 23rd of 2018. February 16th, Street Fighter V was released. Let me just say, Lei Fong is... Uh, Lei what? Lei Fong. Uh, uh, Lei <laughs> Fong. I don't like He's that actually name. super fun to play as. He's super goofy looking. Flame Vamp uh, and I ended up going to someone's house and playing him. He's so weird. Uh, March 4th, Twilight Princess HD was released. April 9th, Ratchet & Clank the movie was uh, released. April 12th, Ratchet and Clank was released for the PS4. Yeah, it was a, it was a reboot, but it's also told from like Captain Quark's perspective, like a, a time for the movie, or the movie was yeah. a time for the game, both, I guess. Yeah, that was well-timed. April 21st, Star Fox Zero was released for the Wii U, but not in the US until the following day. Why do they do this? And then Star Fox Guard was also released with the exact same thing. I think Released it's, in the US. I want to say like the, the only thing is day. shipping. Like shipping, it, it there's some law somewhere. I don't oh, know what. One day, okay. April twenty eighth, Kirby Planet Robobot. Is that a typo? No, it it's it's called Planet Robobot. Oh wow, okay. Uh, was released for the three DS, but not in the US until June tenth. May fifth, Angry Bird, the Angry Birds movie was released, but not in the US until the twentieth. Why was that released late? If, what if, the heck? With movies. <laughs> Usually they'll release them at like um the con film festival or whatever, cons, whatever. And then, or like some limited release and then they'll release them a week later or whatever. That's kind of weird. Okay. May 24th, Overwatch was released. July 6th, Shudder. Pokemon Go. August 19th, Metroid Prime Federation Force was released for the 3DS. 
October 7th. Paper Mario Color Splash was released for the Wii U, but not the US until the following day. Uh, October 7th also released was Mario Party Star Rush, but not the US until November 4th. October 13th, the PS VR was released. Yep, PlayStation VR, baby. November 10th, the NES Classic was uh, released, but not the US until the following day. November 18th, Pokemon Sun and Moon 3DS was released. November 29th, Final Fantasy 15th. And the last game of 2016 was December, was released on December 15th. It was Super Mario Run. Oh, Before we move yeah. on to 2017, I'm going to have some games listed. All right, here we go. January 12th, That Dragon Cancer released. Uh, this was in this book I saw called, like, um... Uh, a history of video games it's a really sad game about this um this it's an autobiographical game about like this this couple that loses their kid to cancer at age five and he has to like deal with it his whole life i've heard it's like really tragic but it's um but it's also really important to tell that story um february 26th stardew valley released the story, uh, the guy who created this worked very hard. He like talked about it, like Harvest Moon forms. So it's like, okay, I like this game is very similar to Harvest Moon. It's like, um, and then people were excited for it. And then he's like, um, yeah, but I don't want to give a definite release date just in case promises get broken. And I hate breaking my promises. Um, March 25th, Slither.io release. This is another game I have fond childhood memories of playing. Um, April 2nd, the National Video Game Museum is founded in Frisco, Texas. Um, Everything's in Texas, dang it. Yeah, yeah, baby. July 16th, Yokai Watch 3 released, but it didn't come to the U.S. until February 8th of 2019. Because of that, it's kind of rare for it. I don't understand what they have against the U.S. Um, August 9th, you might have got this, but No Man's Sky released. No, I did not. And that actually has a good soundtrack. It had a really bad launch just because, like I said, oh, it's going to be like infinite planets. Or it'll take you like literally billions of years to explore all the things. But then it's like the way the generation worked wasn't good. And so they had to redo it for it to be truly what it promised. It looks really good, though. November 15th, Watch Dogs 2 came out. December 6th, The Last Guardian released another game developed by Team Eco behind Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. And the same day, Dead Rising 3 came out. And lastly, December 8th, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life released, but didn't come to the U.S. until April 17th of 2018. Oh, my mistake. One last one. December 8th of 2016, Miitopia released, but didn't come to the U.S. until July of July of 2017. And it came to the Switch May 21st of 2021. Anyway, um, let's take a look at 2017. Take it away. Okay, 2017 started in uh, first game released in the year was on January 24th. Resident Evil Biohazard was released. January 29th, Double Dragon 4 was released. February 24th, Hollow Knight was released. Nice. Uh, March 3rd, the Nintendo Switch was released in all I've... caps and with what looks like six exclamation that, marks that was like one of the first things i wrote down for the years in gaming before i took it a little more seriously pilot games included breath of the wild super bomberman r and one to two one two switch i think one of the just dance games was also a launch title oh yeah probably uh 
I don't enjoy those. Uh, June 15th, new Nintendo 2DS XL was released, but not in the US until July 28th. June 16th, ARMS was released in all caps. July 21st, Splatoon 2 was released. July 25th, even worse shutter than the year before, <laughs> Fortnite. Okay, um, I'm so sorry, but we do have a cup. I know for a fact we have at least one listener who does enjoy Fortnite, and I'd like to apologize to him. I, I'm sorry. I I have played it. It's. I will say it's not as bad as a lot of people say, but I don't really see anything too special about it, but that's my opinion. Uh, so I apologize. Uh, August 15th, Sonic Mania was released. August 29th, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. That sounds like chaos. Uh, September 15th, Metroid Samus Returns was released for the 3DS. September 19th, Super Nintendo Classic was released, along with Star Fox 2 as a pilot. Uh, September 29th, Cuphead was released. That's a fun game. October 5th, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga was released, and Bowser's Minions. Or is that all one name? Yeah, that's uh, all one name. Uh, it, 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 was a re- it was a re-release. But was not released in the U.S. until the following day. Uh, for the 3DS. And then also A Hat in Time. Also an interesting soundtrack. Uh, October 27th, Super Mario Odyssey was released. Uh, November 7th, Sonic Forces. November 10th, Mario Party, the top 100, was released. Uh, November 17th, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon was released for the 3DS. Uh, December 1st, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was released, also has a great soundtrack. And December 12th, Gang Beast was released, which is a lot of fun. As I mentioned, actually, in the episode we listened to. All right, so there are a few other little notable ones. February 23rd, Near Automata release. A lot of people say this is a fantastic game. Uh, April 11th, Ukulele release. This was um, developed by a lot of the same people who worked for Rare and also worked on Banjo-Kazooie, so this is kind of a spiritual sequel. July 7th, the Castlevania animated series premieres on Netflix. Its final season streams May 13th of 2021. Um, I kind of want to watch that, honestly. Same day as the Super Nintendo Classic, September 19th, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite released. Um, same day as Super Mario Odyssey on October 27th, Assassin's Creed Origins released. And lastly, December 20th, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, also known as PUBG, released. And that is it for the years in gaming. We are going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch next episode after this. And... Um, after we do that episode, we're going to do our next episode of Geeks and Films, where we're going to be talking about Inception. Ooh. You must have a lot of research to do for that. Oh, yeah, you do. Anyway, Yoshimitsu, where can people find you? This wraps up this episode. People can find me on Lego Ideas and uh, blanking. Um, Mecha Bricks as Spectre Vamp with a capital S and V. I recently posted a build of the Crucible, the sword from Doom. Uh, it would be nice if you checked that out. Not going to post it on Lego Ideas, though, because they don't like weapons. Uh, otherwise, you can also find me on Discord occasionally in some servers as SpectreVamp. Where can people find you, Tiger? All right, you can find me on Scratches with Stucco 5. I just made a project where it's Michael Rosen singing Bad Guy. 
Oh gosh. I, I know it's I had a lot of fun making it. That's it's, funny. Yeah, it was um it was a sentence fishing project. I did it as like Christmas present for my sister. I had a lot of fun doing it. You can also follow me on Lego Ideas with Swiss Stuckle 5 on a Mecha Bricks as GNG Tiger. And that basically covers it. But also check out our official Geeks and Games Discord server. We'd love to we'd love to have some contact with the fans, and that would be a good way for you to send in questions and stuff. But if you'd uh rather do it another way, please send us an email at geeksandgamespodcast at gmail.com. You can send in your questions, comments, complaints, additions to our years in gaming, or films we should review on Geeks and Films, or even stuff I should rank for future bonus episodes. Depends on if I've seen them all or not. By the way, for another, um, I said this in the Ranking Every Disney Film episode, but when Turning Red comes out in a couple months, I'll do a ranking of all the Pixar films, since that'll be Pixar's 25th. And that is it for this episode of Geeks and Games. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.